Welcome to the Cosmic Collective Podcast. I'm your host and psychic medium, Mads, and in this community, we talk about all things spiritual awakening, higher consciousness, and unlocking the path back to your soul. Welcome to the Collective. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I feel like it's been a hot minute since I've connected with you all, but I literally recorded and posted an episode last week. So I feel like the stuff that's going on with time is just continuing to be kind of weird. Um, There's a few things that I want to talk about in today's episode, more so specifically about like universal delays and divine intervention, just because I know a lot of you have been experiencing that. I know I have even continuing into today. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. And I also want to talk a little bit about the full moon, the full super moon that we're going to have on Wednesday. I will be sending out an email as usual, but I do just, I don't know, I feel guided to talk a little bit about the full moon that we have on Wednesday. Spirit has kind of guided me to share it on the podcast, so I'm just going to follow that lead. And if you want the full full moon update, that was a lot of full, (laughs) but if you want the entire full moon update on Wednesday um, in the email, then um, you're more than welcome to subscribe to the email list using the links below in the description uh, of this podcast episode. So Let's kind of jump into it. Last week, we talked about CERN and the CERN experiment on Thursday. And then on Friday, um, at least in Canada, from what I know, we had a big blackout of debit, uh, visa, like in credit cards, ATMs, Wi-Fi, and cellular. Now, of course, those are not coincidental. Um, If you know, you know. And if you don't know, uh, let me just kind of bring you up to speed. Basically, CERN is this big particle accelerator machine. Uh, The last time they did this big of an experiment with it was in 2012. And we noticed a lot of huge Mandela effects um, that took place, most notably the death of Nelson Mandela, which is why they are called Mandela effects. And uh, the most notable one that happened in 2012 was that... um, Nelson Mandela, a lot of people believed that he had died in the, in prison in the 1990s, which obviously in one reality or another is completely true. Um, but after 2012 and the Mandela effect, we moved into a parallel timeline where he actually lived until 2013. So even just me saying that, I'm getting this like chill feeling of like, obviously that's very positive then, right? These shifts in, uh, in parallel timelines into higher timelines is actually more so positive. Now, what happens when these timelines are shifted, especially with this great awakening that's going on, there was a huge mass awakening in 2012. I remember that because I could have awakened at that point but I was still a little too young and I pushed everything aside but um, a a lot of people and myself included in 2012 were learning about all the inner workings of of the planet and the infrastructures and everything like that and the older um, 
millennials more so, the late millennials, early Gen Zs um, were in that awakening. The early Gen Zs is my generation. I'm kind of in that in-between state of millennial Gen Z, but I definitely feel, I don't know, I resonate with both and that's a side tangent, but anyway. And in 2012, a lot of this information came to light and the millennial awakening uh, kind of started to occur. And that shifted us into really high vibrational timelines. So we've really, um, we don't owe them anything, but I really like to give um, a shout out of gratitude to everyone who has awakened before us, because without them, we wouldn't be here. Um, different waves of starseed volunteers, of light workers, and we definitely, um, you know, we, we couldn't do it without uh, the forerunners. So why I'm saying all of this is because I believe we have shifted into a very positive timeline and I believe that the powers that be on this planet uh, got that same inkling as well and so they wanted to incite like a mass panic and that's what caused the blackout. Um, I saw a lot of um, different creators on TikTok saying the same thing. One woman, she seems so, so sweet. She was like, this blackout is not because Rogers is down. She put that last part in quotes and I was like, yep, you got it, girl. Um, and uh, I obviously made a post as well on my Instagram stories. If you saw that, I shared that post on TikTok and, you know, everyone kind of knows what's going on. And uh, it's really positive, but what happened on Friday had a lot to do with trying to incite panic, right? Because when you can't use your debit card, which we've all been kind of socially trained to not really carry cash anymore, we can panic a little bit. Even myself, um, I had a moment at the end of the day where my fridge was empty. I do groceries every, every few days. I don't do long-term groceries because... I'm a Sagittarius. It's a mutable sign. So if I like meal prep on Sunday, by the time Tuesday or Wednesday rolls around, I don't really want the food that I had planned, typically speaking. So I also like to just like buy super fresh food from the market. So um, I, I like to grocery shop multiple times per week and my fridge was pretty empty on Friday. I had a little bit of soup left over, a homemade soup that I made. And in the evening, I could feel my ego kind of going into that survival panic. And if you don't already know, and if you're new here, I went into that survival panic because I have been homeless and very hungry before. And I really had to remind myself that everything was going to be fine. My intuition told me that by Sunday at the latest, everything was going to be fine. And I knew that that was true because it came through my channel. But still, those human survival instincts go, but what if it isn't? What if I don't have food for a week? What if this? What if that? What if this? What if that? And I really had to ground myself. And I made it work. I had $20 cash on me. And I now know, like, always make sure you have a little bit of cash on you that you can get, like, your food and everything for. Just, just in case. Um, we do know by, about um, Cyber Polygon that happened a couple of, I think it was last summer or the summer before that. I'm not exactly sure the date. I feel like it was last summer. Um, so this is not shocking uh, to anyone who is kind of 
uh, up to date with all of these informations, but one thing that came about on Friday were a lot of divine and universal delays. It's often called divine intervention. However, I like to use divine intervention for like very serious things, like avoiding tragedy. (laughs) Um, And I like to use universal delays for more menial things. So for me, it was a lot of universal delays on Friday and time went so slow on Friday. Now, I'm not complaining because life has been moving, at least for me, it's been moving really, really, really fast lately. And I feel as much as I'm trying to be present, the day is just like snapping by and I feel like I can't really keep up with time and I have been literally praying for time to slow down and I got my wish and I feel like it has been slower, which I kind of like right now. Maybe that's just like a personal thing. It's definitely not like a spiritual perspective of whether you should be enjoying the slowdown or not. That's very like subjective to me, Uh, might be subjective to you as well. But by 1030 in the morning, I had had five universal delays happen. I had a a collaborative live to do with a a company that it just, it didn't happen because the company had a universal delay as well, which was just like the irony of it all. I went to do groceries uh, on Friday morning and all the debit machines were down, so I couldn't do that. I went to go get cash out. I couldn't do that. I went to the post office. None of their stuff was working, so I couldn't do that. There was just so much that went not wrong, that was just delayed on Friday. And that's fine. I worked through that myself. I can sometimes really get in my ego about those things because my ego, like all egos, gets frustrated like I plan to do this at this time that's very much where my like Virgo sixth house kind of comes in Virgo is very like wanting to be in control very planning so when things go awry in the day-to-day schedule it's just a little bit more of a challenge to adapt not impossible but definitely more of a challenge to adapt so I really had to like work myself through that and adapt but even this morning today's uh, Monday I am still having these goddamn universal delays. So this is kind of a funny story. And we'll get into like more of these like why divine intervention and universal delays happen. We'll talk a little bit about that in a few minutes. I'm just kind of going off on a personal tangent here. Uh, And then we'll talk about the full moon after. But so kind of a funny story. My ego's not really laughing because it was kind of a traumatic experience for her years ago but when I was homeless and couldn't afford food and groceries and things like that I was blessed with the ability to stay in a friend's sublet uh, for the time being while I didn't have a place to go and um, legitimately because of her I wasn't living on Rideau Street which shout out to my friend because that just wouldn't have been a fun a fun time uh it was winter also in Canada so not a good time but I'm telling you this because there was one time and I think it was in December I feel like it was in December of 2019 I had literally no money okay 
When I say I had no money, I had less than $1 in my bank account, okay? Less than $1. And in my wallet, I had about 60 to 75 cents. And I ran out of toilet paper. <laughs> and it's funny in hindsight, but man, <laughs> I can feel the emotions and the sadness and the pain and the stress and the frustration of past mads. Ooh, running out of toilet paper was not a fun time. Was not a fun time. So I ran out of toilet paper and I didn't have toilet paper for uh, like a few days. Uh, a few days. I had recently been fired from my job at the bar because my anxiety was obviously a lot of the time and they thought it was uh, best to fire me because of it. Uh, illegal. I know I say that I'm over it, but I bring it up <laughs> every time I talk about my past, so maybe I'm not entirely over it. I think it's not that I'm not emotionally over it. It's that in terms of like the law, I'm not over it because it's extremely illegal to do that. But anyways, we've moved on to bigger and better things in life. Thank the divine. But I remember running out of toilet paper and it just wasn't a good time. And let me tell you, you can become very, very strategic whenever you run out of toilet paper. It's really not fun. Um, if you want to know more about that in detail, because you're just curious, you want a decent laugh, send me a DM. That's fine. Um, I'm going to spare the details for the mass public here on the podcast, but you get very creative when you run out of toilet paper. And I ran out of toilet paper again uh, this morning uh, at like three in the morning. And if you're like, well, Mads, why haven't you gotten more toilet paper? Debit cards have been up since Saturday morning. Like, what are you doing? I ordered toilet paper Saturday morning, okay? And if you're wondering why I don't get it at the grocery store and why I order it, it's because it's cheaper to do so. So I order it in bulk from Amazon and it honestly saves me so, so, so much money. Not that I really want to plug Amazon of all things, um, but in all honesty, I save a lot of money on it and I thought that it would arrive in time for my last roll to last me. I also get the the Charmin like big rolls like the mega rolls so I was like that'll last me like come on. No I've been extremely hydrated all weekend which is obviously great for my body not great for my last roll of toilet paper. <laughs> so this morning I woke up I went for a walk. I connected with the earth. I was having a great morning and I was like, I'm going to go to the uh, corner store, the gas station and get uh, toilet paper because my order is not coming in until tonight or maybe even tomorrow morning because there's probably going to be some sort of universal delay, not manifesting it, but it's fine now. Um, I go to the gas station where I've gotten like a four pack of Charmin before. They're completely out completely out of toilet paper so I'm like okay uh the pharmacies don't open up for another 10 minutes I'm gonna go home do what I gotta do at home I'll come after nine o'clock and I will get toilet paper from the pharmacy the pharmacy close to my house is like a five minute walk it's really not far and I had an appointment this morning so I couldn't take too much time and like have all these detours just to go get toilet paper so I walk to the pharmacy and when I'm halfway there, I get this freaking download of I should have brought a mask. 
Now, in Quebec, we don't have mask mandates anymore except for um, doctor's offices, from what I'm aware of. And hospitals, I believe, but I don't know. I've been to a hospital. Um, so I was like, it's a pharmacy. Like, why? I've walked into other pharmacies. I haven't needed a mask. Like, why would I need one at this location? Nope. Sure enough, needed a mask. I look at the front door and someone's walking in, puts a mask on his face. And I'm like, oh, for the love of God. So two universal delays this morning. Uh, It's all good. I ended up going to my appointment and there's a, a grocery store near my appointment place that I was able to get a nice big pack of Charmin Ultra and uh, it's all good but the amount that I paid for the Charmin Ultra is the same amount that I paid for three rolls worth or not three rolls rolls worth three packages worth from Amazon so needless to say I'm really stocked up on the TP now and hopefully don't ever have to relive the 2019 saga of getting really creative with my toilet paper (laughs) anyways but my point in saying all of this is that these universal delays happen because the universe is doing one of two things now from what I've learned about universal delays they're always helping you okay it seems so effing annoying in the process of experiencing them but they are literally happening for you The best examples I can give with this are um, this infamous story from 9-11 where this man or woman, I can't remember, I think it was a woman, she, um, there's, oh, there's two stories, there's two stories, okay, I'm remembering them properly now, Um, but during 9-11, the morning of, there was uh, a woman who spilt coffee on her blouse and corporate jobs. So obviously, if you spill coffee on your blouse in the morning, you're as you're leaving your home, your apartment, you're gonna change. So she went back into her apartment and changed her shirt. And this made her about 10 to 15 minutes late for work. 10 to 15 minutes is really not a big deal in the grand scheme of things, but in this situation on this day, it was because it saved her from being in the Twin Towers whenever they collapsed, right? So that's a sign that universal delays can be really, really life-saving. I would even argue in that moment that that is definitely what I would deem as like divine intervention. And interestingly enough, when I said that, the time on the recording was 1818, so mood. And then there's the story of the man at 9-11 whose alarm just didn't go off that day. It just like never went off. It never rang. And that's also divine intervention. Um, And he also was able to then avoid the Twin Tower devastation. So those are signs of like really strong divine intervention. Sometimes it happens in a more subtle way. Like for example, me and the toilet paper this morning um, or not being able to do my errands on Friday. And oftentimes when it's not something so big, such as like the 9-11 examples that I've given you, it has a lot more to do with correcting your timeline. And this isn't to say that you were on a bad timeline or an unfavorable timeline. It's just to reorder your sequence, if that makes sense. So I think I've already posted the reel about this of like divine timing is actually divine sequence. I'll link it below if I have posted it. And if it's not posted, I'll post it. So I'm going to link it below. 
But divine timing has a lot to do with divine sequence. Being in the right place at the right time by result of taking inspired action to be in that right place at the right time. And whenever these universal delays come in, it's nine times out of 10 protecting you from something. And this doesn't have to be big and disastrous. And often it isn't. Sometimes it's just little things like avoiding you witnessing an accident, avoiding you getting into a fender bender, um, avoiding you running into, you know, that ex-boss that you just absolutely hate because they tormented you at the grocery store. Like it can be little things like that. It can also be really big things um, that could save your life at the end of the day. And this is how the divine helps you to maintain your highest timeline. Now, the second reason for these smaller universal delays can often be that a manifestation is coming and it won't come like right around the corner, but it can be that you're aligning to something that you've been calling in and that is why these kinds of tests of patience are coming in. They're often like these reactionary tests where the divine, the universe says, okay, you've been wanting all of this and you've been manifesting all of this and things have been going well. You're about to get something else. How are you going to react when things seem to go to shit? And so that's also a part of it. Now, the divine doesn't do that to see you fail. They do it because they, they know you're at a point where you will have the conscious thought to either react appropriately or react, not inappropriately, but more ego-based, I guess we could say. And then there is another reason that is quite a unique situation, which would be the events that caused the timeline um, shift, the timeline swap. And so it is extremely possible that the only reason we've been experiencing these small universal delays is because we're shifting timelines so rapidly right now. Now, from what I know, we are like anchoring in a timeline or we did anchor in a timeline, but there is almost this kind of like lag effect that takes place. We talk about the lag effect in manifestation as well. And this is basically to say like something will start in the higher dimensions. So our immediate fifth dimensional um, realm of consciousness and like the fifth dimensional earth. And then it takes a while for it to manifest in the third dimensional realm of the earth in the collective. And as these, um, they're kind of showing me how, what are those blocks? I guess that doesn't really make sense unless you're seeing <laughs> what I'm seeing but think of like, um, this is so weird to explain. Think of like a third dimensional puzzle. Now, remember, we're going with horizontal um, dimensions here. So yes, technically everything in this dimension is third dimensional. But I, or maybe let's say like a fourth dimensional puzzle. It's like cube pieces of puzzles. This is such an interesting and complex matrixy way of explaining this whole concept. But Imagine these like cube-like pieces of puzzle, these fourth dimensional puzzle pieces that are trying to match together, but some of them are above each other and below each other. They're like just like offset a little bit, but they start coming into balance and they start clicking together and then they kind of shift. Kind of also like you could also relate this to like the tectonic plates in the earth and how they like kind of shift and move. And when there's an earthquake, they've just moved and it takes a minute for things to settle anyways I'm kind of butchering explaining this but 
that's kind of how I'm understanding it is the timeline is trying to connect itself. Ah, there it is. The timeline is trying to connect itself and I don't know if it's connecting itself to present reality or if it's connecting itself to its future timeline. I feel like it's connecting to this reality because if something is coming from up and it's connecting to down, which is, or is it, hold on a second, let me process here. What is going on? So much, so much coming in my, my channel. Give me one second. I will be back in just a moment. Okay. I'm not editing that out because sometimes I want you to see what it's like to channel and to like go through the process of deciphering these insights. They've given me a better example. It's kind of like driving on a highway and not being sure which lane you're going to choose and not being sure of what exit you want to take. And the earth is rising up into this timeline. That's what they've shown me. It's the earth connecting to a higher timeline, but it's almost like it's kind of connecting to one and then it's not. And then it's kind of connecting to one and it's not. It has connected to one and it's trying to anchor, but it's almost like there's other timelines that are kind of getting thrown in the mix there. So it's kind of like we're trying to choose lanes on a highway still. So how I understand that is there's a broader timeline that we've connected to collectively, but we need to sort of anchor into the more specific ones, which is what's causing these kind of time phenomena that's going on, um, the different universal delays that we're experiencing. So anyways, that was kind of convoluted. I hope that you can kind of understand what I was just trying to get across. I really, today has just been chaotic. Not in a bad way, but it's just been chaotic. And that's very clear in my delivery today as well. So I apologize but I really wanted to get an episode out today. I really felt like kind of having a bit of a tangent rant kind of vibe. So here it is. Please enjoy my imperfection. But needless to say, bringing it back full circle, these universal delays are actually super, super positive. And I don't want you to think that these delays are signs that things aren't going well. It's actually the opposite. It's to show that things are going super well. And I know for a divine fact that what happened on Friday was because we're in such a good timeline that they just had to create a little bit of, a little bit of spice in the collective. Um, and in all honesty, on, on some frontiers, I'm, I'm sure that worked, but I think we're also at a point where the majority of the collective sees through it. My TikTok comment section would uh, beg to differ, but that's been dealt with, so it's fine. <laughs> um, if you haven't seen my stories yet today, you can go and, and check that out. I dealt with hate comments before, but this time it was just a little bit, a little bit ruthless. People are really interesting. And I think, you know, those are the people that we can send a little bit more love to. And remember at the end of the day that not everyone's awakening in this lifetime. And that's so okay. And that's what makes the earth so diverse in its state of consciousness and the majority of people are awakening and that's, you know, the benefic point of all of this. Um, but yeah, it was a, I had a big reminder throughout the weekend with that comment section that, uh, my God, a single spiritual observation can really piss the wrong people off. Um, and that's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Anyways. Um, so there's, again, there's little delays like that too, right? Um, for example, like I, 
my TikToks, I'm not really consistent with TikTok, but I'm trying to be more because I really do like the platform in terms of your reach and like how quickly you can connect with like-minded people and kind of grow a community over there. And I really try not to pay attention to like views and likes and stuff like that. My kind of philosophy with everything is if no one was watching, would I still do this? Would I still post this? So for example, like the new moon updates, the full moon update emails that you guys get, I would still go and get that information for myself, even if those of you who received the email never wanted it to begin with. And so when I post things online, some of it from my ego's perspective, you know, performs well. And sometimes from my ego's perspective, it absolutely tanks and both are fine because I just want to post what I want to post and what I feel divinely guided to. But on TikTok, my views maybe max out at like 2K, which is like perfectly fine. That's honestly great. If I was in a room with 2000 people who were listening to me talk, it'd be so freaking weird. So that's another way I look at it. But I was not expecting this video, like when I posted it on Friday, I was not expecting it to gain traction at all. And it ended up on the wrong side of TikTok. I say the wrong side, but really what I mean is like not the spiritually woke side of TikTok. <laughs> um, so in that sense, I could view that as a universal delay. And in fact, I did because the engagement was great. The reach was great by you know, a number standard of my ego, it performed very well. Uh, my best performing video of 2022, which was so weird because I didn't think twice about posting it. <laughs> and the feedback was very, uh, well, apparently I'm crazy, which, you know, I just, I get used to hearing. Crackhead Nancy is my favorite insult, in all honesty. I, you know, one day in the very, very distant future, when I pass away from this earth and I transition back to my highest state self, <laughs> let the tree that I am buried under read, here lies a crackhead Nancy. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. You guys think I'm kidding, but come back in a hundred years or send your future children <laughs> to my burial site. Maybe please don't do that. I, I really want a quiet resting space, but um, you'll see. Here lies a crackhead Nancy. Anywho, uh, again, with the chaotic tangents today, um, but yeah, divine intervention, divine uh, delays, universal delays, they're all working in your favor. And you, you'll you know when you have one because it's going to be multiple things that just don't go right for you in terms of universal delays. And in terms of divine intervention, oh, I'm seeing a little robin. Oh, well, maybe that's a sign for someone. I don't know. little sign. Robins are really, really positive indicators. Um. But divine intervention, you'll know. It's like a one, it's like a one-stop thing. So if ever, you know the the song by Carrie Underwood, "Jesus Take the Wheel." That's coming to mind. And there's there's many stories where people are about to get into accidents, and then they freeze and they stop. Like, how do you say that in English? Uh, they stop. Ooh. Jesus Christ, my mind is fucking chaotic today. They stop driving the vehicle, but like, I don't mean by braking. I mean like, st they stop steering. Oh my God, there it is. <laughs> I hope you guys are enjoying this wild ride today because holy hell. 
Um, but they stop steering because they freeze because they're about to get into an accident. And then all of a sudden their car like moves out of the way and they avoid this big accident or it like somehow misses the oncoming car or vehicle. Those are moments of divine intervention when your spirit team like fully takes the reins. I actually had something like that happen to me in May. Um, I was walking and it was, I actually don't even know if I'm ready to talk about it. I don't know if I'm ready to talk about it. It was a lot. I don't know if I've already mentioned it on the podcast. I definitely recorded the experience. I just don't know if I've already told you guys yet. And I honestly don't feel like talking about it today, but it happened to me in May. Um, it's happened to me in other situations as well. Um, but it happened to me with a a potential car accident, um, in May. I was a pedestrian and, uh, let's just say you can feel your spirit team when it happens. You can, you can feel it. You, you know, it is the absolute grace of God that has done you a solid and, uh, very, very life-saving moments when that happens. So you'll know when divine intervention comes into play in your life. Um, again, universal delays will might, might be a little bit more subtle and might be a little bit more frequent in a day or in a week or kind of consistent. Um, but these are things to not be really alarmed from, but to just pay attention to and kind of reflect on what the divine is trying to illuminate to you in moments of divine intervention sometimes it's being a little bit more aware when you're driving or you know it's, it's different in every situation and oftentimes with universal delays it can sometimes be objective when it's happening to the entire collective but there's always in my opinion a subjective lesson being learned like for me on friday and even this morning it was adaptability and patience I have had to do a lot of adapting in my life, but as of lately, I have not really had to like accommodate many things, people, situations at all. I am, I'm I'm not like torn any way about it. I think I'm pretty neutral about it, but it's been quite peaceful on that front. Like I've really not had to make any sort of accommodations or adaptations to very much in my life, which is really cool. And I'm very grateful for that. And so whenever all of this started happening on Friday, it was like really of like, oh my God, I have not had to do this in so long. Like things always go the way that I need them to. And I'm so grateful and blessed for that. And, you know, I co-create with the universe to create that kind of reality for myself. But it was so interesting on Friday. I definitely got like a little bit of impatience, quite a bit of impatience actually. Um, By 1130 Friday morning, I was like, okay, is anything going to work today? And I, you know, went along with the answer that no, nothing was going to work Friday. And I took the entire day off. I just did nothing. I actually, that's not true. I deep cleaned my apartment, like down to the baseboards cleaned, which honestly needed to get done. I was feeling gross about it. So it happened. Cleaned out all the drawers, organized all my cutlery, my spice drawer, all of it. So anyways, continuing with the tangents, um, let's maybe move into a little bit more of a constructive, I don't think it's going to be all that constructive if I'm being dead ass with you guys. Uh, let's get into a little bit about the full moon coming up on Wednesday. Let me see at what time at 2:37 Eastern standard time, 6:37 universal GMT zero time. So also 
just a side note <laughs> see see what i mean i said it was, i said it was gonna be <laughs> structured it's not it's just it's not um I was looking at the chart this morning and I saw it said like UT GMT zero. And I was like, you know, interesting universal time, universal to whom universal to the earth, because the time on earth is not universal. The linear time construct on earth is literally only reserved for the earth. It is not. There's nothing universal about it. Anyways, thoughts that went on in my mind this morning. Um, also another thought that I had this morning, just in case you're interested and want to know how chaotic my mind has been today and just life. Honestly, it's, it's a chill chaotic. It's not like a bad chaotic. You get what I'm saying? It's just kind of like not linear. That's pun intended. Not linear. The other thought that I had this morning was, do we actually see upside down with our eyes? Because I remember learning about that in physics class and... Turns out, no, we don't. Our eyeballs receive information upside down, but then somewhere in the process in the occipital lobe, it gets flipped back up, right? So the more you know. <laughs> Anyways, um, let me talk to you a little bit about this moon in Capricorn. I have yet to write the email, so this is going to be good for you, me, and the email. So this moon is a super full moon and basically a super moon is just when the moon is a little bit closer to the earth and looks a little bit bigger, has a little bit more impact and it's going to be in Capricorn. Super moons happen I think twice a year. They happen during the summer and during right before the winter, before the winter solstice. Is it during, it's right around solstices, is it not? Anyways, we'll confirm that at a later date. But this moon in Capricorn is a super moon and it is affecting us in, honestly, here it is, quite a chaotic way. I've been wondering what's been going on with the like neutral chaos. It's this moon. I'm looking at the chart right now. It's just chaotic. I feel like chaotic has such a negative undertone though. Like I feel really hesitant using this word so much. I don't think chaotic is negative. I think chaotic is just fucking busy, tangenty, and like a million wires firing in the brain at once. Anyways, welcome to my continued chaotic tangents. So this moon will be mostly affecting the following signs. It's affecting the cardinal signs. So that is Capricorn, Aries, Cancer, and Libra. A larger emphasis on Capricorn and Cancer placements as the sun and the moon are in these signs. So they are exalted. And we also have a impact and impact on Scorpio and Taurus who Scorpio will be at the ascendant point and Taurus at the descendant point in the chart at the apex of this lunation. So basically what that means whenever the moon is peaked at the apex um, during 2.37 p.m. on Wednesday, July 13th is when we're going to feel the heightened uh, effects of this moon, but you're going to be feeling it now all the way up until Friday. So it's a full moon kind of week. And the main thing that I'm seeing here that I feel like needs to be relayed is that the south node in Scorpio, the transiting south node in Scorpio and the north node in Taurus. It's really interesting because we have the south node with the ascendant and the north node with the descendant. So 
I feel like for some of you listening, you're going to have to, oh, that's a theme that's been coming through. I channeled this for Patreon this week. I do weekly energy forecasts on Patreon. So if that's something you're interested in, DM me and we can talk about um, adding you to the membership. But the this kind of energy of like needing to reevaluate or like take a walk through your past mentally to understand what you need to clear out this moon. This full moon is really about um, kind of analyzing and more so acknowledging, bringing into awareness all the fears, anxieties, and illusions that you have, whether that's about yourself, about your potential, about possibility, about your belief systems, very much so. And really figuring out where your belief systems are limiting you and where these illusory beliefs come from, right? So if you have a belief that you can't be successful because by your standard of success, no one in your family has reached that, then you have a limiting belief based on early childhood. And this is really where the divine is saying, like, we need to really walk back through our past and really try to comb through all of the illusions and the beliefs that have kind of structured our ego, our perception of reality, and our perception of how we create our reality, and what needs to change. And I think the key thing that I would share with you all throughout this is that awareness isn't shit without action. And that's just like a really blunt way to say it. There are a lot of people in the world who will come into awareness of an issue, of a trauma, of a wound, but will not take the actions necessary to heal that. Now, to some degree, we've all done that. To a certain extent, for a certain extended period of time, we've all done that. That's why we live x amount of years in ego and then have this ego death and this awakening right because awareness isn't anything without action so you can be aware of your wounds as much as you want but if you don't journal it out if you don't meditate or contemplate or sit with your thoughts in silent and really ask yourself why do i still believe this why am i holding on to this why does this still cause me pain why am i triggered by this then you're not going to effectively change your mind or change your reality because you're just aware of it. For example, the, the kind of comparative example that I can give here is you can be aware that your house is on fire, right? But if you don't call 911, the fire department, or grab a fire extinguisher, your house is going to burn. And I feel like that's a pretty solid analogy to compare ego wounds and childhood trauma with. You can be aware of it. You can see the fire lit inside of you that causes pain, that is destroying a part of your sanity, of your peace, causing you this anxiety and this panic. But if you don't do anything to change it, the fire is just going to get bigger and bigger and it's going to overtake you at some point, right? So I feel like that's the main theme that's kind of coming along here. Now, when I say the energy is chaotic, I realize you guys aren't seeing the chart that I'm staring at. If you get the email, you'll see it. There are a lot of oppositions 
in the chart, there's also a lot of sextiles and trines also, also going on. So it's almost like this battle between challenging energy with the multiple T-squares that we have, which are these like, well, if you think, do you guys understand what a T-square is? How do you explain that to someone? It's basically when three different points in a chart are making a triangle together and it's not a positive one, just based on like the geometry in the chart. There is multiple T-squares specifically between the lunar nodes and Saturn and the lunar nodes and the midhaven. And basically what this is saying is that there really, really needs to be this deeper navigation through the subconscious mind of really recognizing how your past can help put you on your desired trajectory into your dream life into your dream reality so that's the north node meeting the descendant in this transit but also on reflecting how your past has created who you are today both the good the bad the ugly and that would be the south node meeting the ascendant now with saturn here and the midhaven we're seeing how we've felt restricted from being the person that we want to be from creating the reality, taking the habits and the lifestyle and taking the action to have that reality where we've restricted ourselves from believing that that reality is even possible to begin with, where we've lacked discipline to become this version of ourselves, but also the opposing end of it, where we've been too restrictive, where we've been too disciplined, not allowing for flow in our lives. So there's really this call for introspection to come into awareness of how to create a healthy balance, essentially between your polarities, the masculine and the feminine. The masculine really likes to plan and strategize and take action. But if you're doing that without flow, without presence, without intuitive guidance, then you're not really acting completely in alignment, right? Whenever you act in alignment, it's just not a it's not just about taking the right action. It's about taking the right action whilst being in the right energy. So the right frame of mind and the right vibration. And that's really the recipe for success, for manifestation. So that's another key point here. And then we also have a strong sextile between Saturn and um, Venus at an exact degree. They're both sitting at 24 degrees of their signs. Venus in Gemini, Saturn in Aquarius, which is retrograding at the moment. And this is really causing us to reflect back on how our relationships with the sensual aspects of life, as well as part of our finances, have been going. Where have we felt restricted in these areas? Where do things need to change? How can we become more disciplined in these areas? And how can we genuinely just enjoy life more? And if you've been struggling with finances and you're like, well, I can't enjoy life until I get these finances, I'm going to tell you that that is not the mentality that spirit is going to bless you with for more finances. You need to learn in any situation, in any environment, in any financial state to be able to enjoy life and enjoy what you're going through. For example, my dining room is still empty and it can sometimes really bother me because all I want is such a nice dining area. But 
I have not been able to come up with the concept and the aesthetic that I want for my dining table and my chairs and my sideboard and my art and my rug. I cannot for the life of me figure out what I want and it's been bothering me. I've been living in my apartment for over a year now and it's just this empty space and the only person who eats in the dining room is Mystic, my king kitty. And sometimes that's really frustrating, but I can't be frustrated and expect the divine to help me figure out what I'm going to put in that room, right? Now, that's obviously a very materialistic example, but let's also bring it back to when I couldn't afford food, when I was unemployed, lost my job because of my mental health. I could have looked at that situation as, oh my God, this is brutal. I'm going to lose my mind. I hate life. When the reality, as much as it's going to sound Again, probably very crackhead Nancy of me. I was honestly really, really grateful because I had been working for so long. I had been burnt out for so long. I had went through so much trauma for so long that all I had ever wanted was a period of time in my life where I was able to just focus on myself, where I didn't have to show up to work, where I had shelter and enough to get by where I could be okay and just focus on my mental health and I got it and that has benefited me for the remain it will benefit me for the remainder of my life it's why I'm able to be here with you all now doing what I do so this moon is really asking us to be really really grateful for where we're at even for the things that aren't going well in our lives and to allow that gratitude to help us manifest what we want to change. I think people get really caught up in believing that if they're grateful for their circumstances, they're not going to manifest anything else. They're not going to manifest better for themselves. But that is the biggest myth that our egos create in this whole manifestation process. Gratitude is the frequency of manifestation. And being grateful for what you have doesn't mean that the universe is going to say, oh, okay, she's fine. He doesn't want this. She doesn't want that. They don't actually want better. They're good with what they have. We're just going to leave them be. It's actually the opposite. When you express gratitude to the universe, and I mean like heartfelt gratitude, when you sit there and you just smile and you say, spirit, thank you for this. Universe, thank you for this. Higher self, thank you for this. I am so, so glad I have this. The way that the universe responds to that frequency that you're emitting is by saying, oh, this person likes this. Let's give them more of that. Okay, that is one of the laws of karma. We did an episode on the 12 laws of karma. Go and listen to it. It has a lot to do with manifestation. Karma is not just about how you treat other people. It's about how you treat yourself and the energy that you emit. So if you're constantly emitting the frequency of gratitude, the universe is going to respond to that by giving you more of what you're grateful for. But the same also goes with if you keep bitching about something, the universe is going to keep sending you back the frequency of you bitching about it. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. And I'm not trying to be insensitive when I say bitching about something. Sometimes we all just need to bitch about something. You know, we need to let our egos kind of vent it out, scream into a pillow if we have to, journal it out, write release letters, and, um, you know, move on to a bigger and better, more grateful future. But when you get into that state of gratitude, you'll, you'll understand that everything has actually been working in your favor for you. So that seems to be another key theme with this full moon. 
that is honestly all that I'm getting right now at this moment for it. I think the most important message for podcast listeners was the north and south node transit um, and then a little bit of a tangent here on uh, the Venus and Saturn sextile. So I feel like this has been quite the, you know, tangent, the ranty tangent. So I'm going to leave it here. I'm not editing any of this because to be quite frank with you, I could not be bothered. (laughs) I honestly think that there is a beauty that comes with you guys seeing how the thought process can be so raw and somewhat ADHD like I think. Uh, I'm not claiming that but my mind tends to be uh, constantly firing in different uh, directions. So I'm going to leave it here. I hope that you've learned something about divine intervention, universal delays, and the full moon. And if you're wanting more of an update on the full moon, please subscribe to the email newsletter. You'll get this full moon update and you'll get all of the other new and full moon and retrograde updates in the future. Don't worry. I don't spam you with emails. Not my vibe. It's just the the moon news updates. So Feel free to click the link below and join us over there for more updates, journal prompts, and resources to get through this full moon. And if you didn't learn anything, well, I am sorry. Uh, And I hope you just enjoyed hearing my mind um, splurt out random words for about an hour. So I hope that you guys have an amazing week. I'll be back next week with another episode. In the meantime, go be your divine self. I love you. Live your best life this week. And take it slow. Take it easy. Enjoy things. 